Welcome to the Data Dump Podcast. This is a show where the crap I put in my head comes out. So what is going on with me? I tried using PyTesseract to read a scanned image of my grocery bill, then save it out as a spreadsheet, but I couldn't beat what I found online for free. A quick Google search on image to table came up with uh, extractable.com. Now, I use Python, probably Pill and Tesseract, uh, once upon a time, to read a bunch of business cards that were crammed together all over a piece of paper. It was a scanned piece of paper, and uh, that worked out fine. It came out pretty good, as I recall. It was a while ago, but I had to do a little bit of manual cleaning up here and there, but overall, I was happy with the results. Um, but when I did the grocery bill, it really missed the mark for me. I took a MOOC on Coursera uh, from the University of Michigan that covered uh, optical character recognition, OCR, uh, using some Python libraries, uh, PyTesseract and uh, Kraken, I believe was the other one. I did a quick review of some of the code on uh, PyTesseract to see uh, you know, if I can get any pointers on tweaking the parameters to get it to come out better, but it was really only marginally better after I, I, I tried. I didn't spend a lot of time on the Python because, like I said, I found a solution pretty quickly. It was free. There's a limit to extractable.com. I think it's like you can only do three a day. I'm going to go grocery shopping once a week. So uh, my needs were met. I wouldn't just use some random website to upload any you know, work information. So uh, I'm not necessarily recommending extractable.com for work. Uh, I'm not saying you couldn't. Um, do your own due diligence on that, but for uh, my needs, it worked out great. I mentioned on the last podcast that I'd be starting a logic class. This isn't my first uh, logic class. Stanford has an intro uh, to logic that teaches the fundamentals of mathematical logic, and I tried their MOOC uh, on Coursera, but at the time, I had a really high dropout rate against uh, free online classes. The MOOC is still up. Uh, they also have it on a standalone uh, web page that doesn't need any registration. Um, I think it's uh, intrologic.stanford.edu, and uh, you can probably check that out if you wanted to. My first exposure to formal logic was through an encyclopedia set. Now, I grew up in my grandparents' house, in my father's uh, parents' house. Uh, I loved to explore their attic. They had all these old toys. Um, I'm, aunts and uncles that had you know, easy bake ovens and lawn darts and just really a lot of cool stuff. But my grandparents had a lot of their own old stuff. And one of my favorite things was just a really old encyclopedia set. And I still have the philosophy book from that uh, set and highlighted the whole thing. Like if I look at it now, it's, it's laughable because what benefit is it from highlighting the whole book? But there's one section, the logic section, <laughs> that doesn't have any highlights on it whatsoever. And I can kind of remember that it was just very math intensive. And at the time, you know, I was young. I haven't even done algebra yet at this point. And so I had some difficulty with the material. I used to listen to uh, the Princeton Review podcast on the LSAT. LSAT stands for Law School Admissions Test. And it's made, uh, it's designed to test your ability to break down and analyze arguments, or at least part of it uh, covers that. Not all law schools require the LSAT. Uh, Texas A&M University doesn't. 
Massachusetts School of Law doesn't. Plenty don't, but plenty do. Anyway, uh, so on the podcast, the guy would explain uh, the textbook definition of uh, what a logical fallacy was, whichever fallacy we're, we're, we're doing, um, the straw man fallacy, for example. And then he would read through some text at the time uh, of some current story exposing and explaining uh, the fallacies. Now, I had no interest in going to law school, but uh, I was cold calling in a call center, and I wanted to use logic to overcome objections. Uh, I would say over the phone, yeah, maybe it helped. Um, people are emotional, but verbal defeat is often irrefutable. Uh, I didn't keep up with it for long. Uh, I must have been a pain, honestly, to be around at the time. I can imagine you know, picking apart every little thing my girlfriend had to say and uh, turned it into a, you know, a logical argument, uh, even when it wasn't. The college logic course I'm in now explains this mindset as weak critical thinking. It's weak uh, thinking because I wasn't shooting for the truth. I had absolutely no interest or tolerance for picking apart my own arguments. Um, I had a friend who was an on-again, off-again car salesman. Actually, I had two friends who uh, sold cars here and there. And uh, both were analytical people. Uh, we would debate and debate over pretty much any petty little thing. Uh, and I think at some level we were taking our work home with us or we were just kind of practicing uh, how we were when we were at work. Um, but for me, as soon as I stopped cold calling, uh, I stopped being a weak critical thinker, or at least a, an intentional one. And I'm not saying all salespeople are, are dubious and use logic just for their own ends. I picked up a few logic puzzle books here and there, not many. Um, since they were used, they'd often have pencil marks <laughs> on the, some of the easier puzzles. I found a website that has these same types of puzzles, uh, logic.puzzlebaron.com. The types of puzzles are kind of similar to something that you might have kind of already been doing. Um, let's say uh, you're doing a secret Santa. You know who you have. You know who your wife has. You know spouses can't get each other. And if you have rules like that, um, you're not going to get yourself. So you take what you know, you apply the rules, and then use the process of elimination to whittle down the remaining choices. Now, in real life, we can pry for hints. Say, my uh, wife's brother asked me if my wife likes mittens or gloves. I might come to the conclusion, oh, okay, my brother-in-law must have my wife. But uh, you know, that type of clue can help in a logic puzzle. They'll you know, usually list out the clues. But sometimes you'll get false clues. In these puzzles, you'll get false clues just like in life. Maybe my brother was really shopping for his own wife and he was just trying to get sort of a temperature on what uh, women like for fashion. I don't know. A shout out to C.H. Danhauser on YouTube in the series Star Trek Logical Thinking. It has Spock and sometimes evil Spock teaching through short animated clips styled as if they were public service announcements about fallacious thinking. I showed it to my professor and he seemed to think it was awesome, so you might too. I'll try to make this week's thumbnail uh, Chrysippus, an ancient Greek philosopher that helped uh, kick off prepositional logic. Next episode, we'll talk about management. Uh, I have to pass the ITIL, uh, ITIL Foundation 
certification. Uh, that's an intro to IT service management cert. Uh, I have my Project Plus from CompTIA, but uh, this cert is going to be very different. Uh, until then, stay safe and be well. Thank <laughs> you.